0: Yeah, I don't want to go to jail for anything. I'm
1: much too, like, weak. And you're pretty. You are listening to the Stand Up Dads Podcast. This is heck Yeah, it is. Let's
0: try again. It was cool. It's this church I started going to that's, like, Bayside and Folsom. It's cool. And they had, like, a parenting thing, and... The first part was cool because it was supposed to be for like middle school and high school. But Olivia already acts <laughs> to yeah. a lot of stuff, especially, you know, time on electronics and how to, you know, deal with it. This one thing they brought up that was like a joke I thought was funny. It was like my kids call it yelling when I raise my voice. I call it motivational speaking for people <laughs> who don't want to listen. <laughs> I <laughs> because, love that. Because Olly says that all the time oh, you're yelling at me, and it's like, it's because it's the fourth time. Yeah. The first three times, you're, like, ignoring me, you know? like so
1: That like, tells me you didn't hear it.
0: Yeah, so then by the time I'm like, gah, 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 she's like, ah, you're so, so mean.
1: Motivational speaking for... <laughs>
0: People who don't want to listen. <laughs> <laughs> I love that.
1: And that's how we start Stand Up guys yeah. today. Well, you mentioned going to church. Uh, we just had Easter. Oh, yeah. I've never been a fan. Even when I was in, like a little kid going to Catholic school and my mom would make me put on those uncomfortable shoes and clothes and yeah. starting on Good Friday would be like three hours of church and then go oh. back on Saturday and then back on Sunday. And it was no, there were no Easter baskets. It was just suffering. <laughs> I hated it. Yeah. And my kid is so excited about it. I just can't share the excitement. And my wife gets so pissed off. She's like, just be happy for the boy. And it's like, <laughs> I really can't. It's like, he was asking me like beginning of March, dad, when's Easter? I don't fucking know. <laughs> it changes all the time. I don't care. You know? And he's like, you don't like Easter? I'm like, no. And she'd give me this look. Like I just told him that he was going to die. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't know. How did yours go? Well, see, Melissa had a uh,
0: Oli for that weekend. So I figured, She was handling whatever Easter bunny stuff, but same with us. We did more when she was younger, but even then, it wasn't that big of an emphasis. Because same with me, we would have Easter baskets as a kid, Mm -hmm. but I don't remember it ever being that big of a like. The Easter bunny came was like whatever, like okay, I got the basket or whatever, I got the candy. When I Easter
1: bunny at my house. We raised rabbits, and some (laughs) Easters, we really would kill a rabbit for Easter. (laughs) So thanks, Dad. Uh, That's so awesome. The Easter Bunny came, and I got him. He gave his all. And we're going to eat him. (laughs) Thank
0: God. That's why he doesn't come to our house. I'll catch (laughs) him.
1: Because, yeah, we finished it. Uh,
0: (laughs) He he didn't make it to the rest of the blocks. Dude. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. Yeah, but but
1: then you would think you'd have the rest of his haul, but. Yeah, where's the basket? Nope. No, but you guys go all out like for the Christmas stuff. So, with the yeah. the elf and all that yeah. stuff. So, you don't do the same for the bunny? No.
0: I, what we used to do, which I feel bad, I think once we got, you know, once the divorce and everything, I've fallen off on it. What I used to do with the Easter Bunny was try to find the scariest, creepiest Easter Bunny nice. so she could take a picture with them. So, I have some great photos. It's not hard to
1: do. They're no, really creepy.
0: They're great. And yeah. I I'm, I know I have one. Well, it's like totally like a hobo dirty looking one that was like in the middle of a Walmart when she was little. But the one that's the best, my most favorite is a fairy tale town. Yeah. If they still have it in Sacramento, no. it's a giant paper mache head oh. that is supposed to be, um, I think they call it like Peter Rabbit's here. Uh, and I have this great photo of him looking at Oli with his giant, unstaring eyes. Oh and geez. she's like a baby and she's just looking <laughs> at him like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. And then there's one at this little mall over here. They're all ratty, all mm-hmm. creepy. They never made a good Easter Bunny outfit. I think whoever makes them, enjoys it as we would like they're like let's make the scariest
1: one i saw it on facebook yesterday some guy i guess a guy and a woman are scrapping on a sidewalk and a guy dressed as easter bunny came to (laughs) break up the fight And it was hilarious because he was such a cute-looking Easter Bunny. That was probably (laughs) the best Easter... And he was wailing on this dude because he was hitting the girl, so... I got to look that up. Oh, dude. If I can find it again, I'll post the link. But um, that was probably the best Easter Bunny costume I've ever seen. And
0: best Easter Bunny ever. So he was beating up the guy because he was hitting the girl. Yeah. Good. I want to see that. Good Easter Bunny. (laughs) Well, because at
1: first, it looked like the guy was getting the worst end of it. And then he just piled on. And I'm like, why is he picking that one then i was like oh that's a chick uh, so all right and well that's
0: kind of sad that you had to go oh that was a girl
1: <laughs> no it's because they were like totally just oh they grappling. were grappling like, okay. like you couldn't tell. you could you, you just saw was. arms and legs and swinging yeah
0: and, like when i got olivia back i just was like well here's my you know there's a basket i made for you and she's like you made it i'm like <laughs> and i quickly was like yeah easter buddy came to you with mama this is the one I made you. <laughs> She's like, oh, okay, go whatever. Undercover. Start opening it. It's like, don't you question me about the Easter Bunny.
1: <laughs> it's great watching them, you know, look with wonder and be all excited. So, you know, that part's great. But I just yeah. hate the whole, you know, we're just lying to them.
0: Yeah. It's like, yeah, I don't really want to. I don't know. That one to me is just not as big of a deal. And I'm just starting to try to go back to church, but I would not go back to the Catholic church because of what you said. It was super boring. And and now I realize now it wasn't even just being a kid there. It's ADHD, and I, I just can't sit through those things. No. It's so boring. And the one I went to over here, it was like they have live music. The sermon part was shorter, but also the guy's younger, so it was more like contemporary. It was way better. And they, they had stuff set up for the kids. Like I, I didn't have Oli on that one, but I'm like, I'm going to come back because they had like you know, jumpers, they had like waffles and bacon for people. It was cool. Made it different. I could not make myself go to the yeah. Catholic one again, just cause it was always like, oh, it's always the same stand up, sit down.
1: Catholic aerobics, man.
0: Yeah. And I remember as a kid, just anything I tried to do, I remember, I remember my grandma, like, or my mom either like trying to, you know, swatting me to like pay attention and stop it you know because <laughs> I'd like start trying even try and play with just looking at my hands and trying to make them into shadows. shadows stop it
1: <laughs> just imagine what our folks because my mom and dad were about the same age as your grandparents I'm guessing yeah when they went the shit was all in Latin oh could you imagine you don't even know what the fuck they're saying
0: yeah <laughs> is it done <laughs> you gotta learn what the word is yeah. if, like go in peace yeah hey. okay, yeah and then they're like why are you cheering like I know that
1: word <laughs> yeah so I can't even imagine Imagine, Three yeah.
0: hours. I can't imagine that the hour was bad enough or the hour and a half ones, but mm. you were there that many times. Well, because
1: like- they would do the stations of the cross, they would do all oh. that stuff. That's the one you were talking about where we did the you called it a play. It oh, was, yeah, that was the passion of the Christ. Yeah, <laughs> so you do the stations and all that nonsense. And anyway, hmm. um, so the atheist will move on. <laughs> uh, <laughs> So, on a completely different tangent, we have good news here at Stand Up Dads. We are truly international. I just took a look, uh, downloaded the stats. We are downloaded in twenty six different countries, and Sweet. then there's a category for others, which uh, whoa, I don't know what the hell that is. Either your prisons. A-
0: <laughs> <laughs> they put them in their own thing. Unless,
1: like, Antarctica or something. I don't know. Yeah. It's just, I know Antarctica is a continent, but is it a country?
0: Yeah. I don't know why they would put others. You're right. I don't like, know. They didn't even give it a name. Can yeah. you click on that? We should No, go back it doesn't and,
1: let me do it. Wow. What is but, others? Um, but yeah, this kind of, I mean, obviously, we're based in California. 85% of our downloads are in the U.S., mm-hmm. um, like, 4% is in Canada, and then it kind of splits down. The U.K. and Ireland, we've got about, two percent there and here's the one that's pretty cool yeah our fifth most downloaded country yeah iran wow so they are 1.14 of our downloads uh percent of our downloads so then we got sweden we got india india we got finland norway australia brazil malaysia south africa anyway i could just go on listing countries uh another kazakhstan which I'm like, wow, they have podcasts out there. Anyway, so the reason- But no Portugal. No Portugal, where my people are from. Yeah, and I'm uh, half Portuguese. Yeah, I I don't think they know. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I bring this up not to just talk about countries, but I want to hear your stories. If you're listening to us from another country or even from the US, I want to hear you know what made you listen to Stand Up Dads. I mean, we totally appreciate it. We want to keep going. Email us at thestandupdads at gmail.com. I want to hear, you know, what it's like where you're at, what yeah. it's like being a parent out there. I want to know what childcare is like in Iran. Yeah. I mean, holy shit. And yeah. I want to hear about it, what it's like in Sweden and all that, because yeah. I just, I'm genuinely interested. So if you are in another country or in this country, definitely, I want you to reach out to us at the standupdads at com. You know, we'll reach out to you and put you in an article. Shoot me, maybe even do a Skype thing and set that up. Oh, so. that'd be
0: cool. Wow.
1: Anyway, so there is that. And that brings us to a weird... I just saw this article yesterday. The article says, Babysitter stabs mom after arguing about getting paid. I don't work for free. So uh, apparently this is in the Bronx in New York. An argument... Escalated into violence when a babysitter stabbed the mom whose child she cares for during a heated argument over payment on Monday afternoon in the Bronx. Let's yeah, see. what's
0: unfair about it is like that the mom had hired her through an agency, yeah. so it's the agency that didn't pay. So she was getting stabbed for the agency not paying on time. So. Yep.
1: Yeah, so she shouted, I don't work for free, and sliced the mother's shoulder and torso in front of her seven-year-old son and four-year-old daughter. Yeah. And one of the kids is a special needs kid. That's um, awful, man. Both of the women were 27, so they arrested the girl, uh, the woman, excuse me. Yeah, that's because we're old they the girl. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, you know you were like 27, huh? Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> the moms and... Nah. Serious but stable condition, expected to survive. The children were not in, injured, which is good. Yes. But apparently, yeah, so she was running around. And she's trying to kill me, trying to kill me. Jeez. So someone finally called 911. So that kind of brings up the idea of childcare. Yeah. You've got a kid, I've got a kid. I remember when we were in San Jose and owen was born we were both working at the time and she was planning on going back to work and we found out that yeah if you don't like the second you find out she's pregnant you better start looking for yeah child because everyone's like no we got wait lists and like are you fucking kidding me he was just like it was just born like literally two weeks ago yeah you know and they're like oh yeah you should have started and we were getting like you know like lectured by child care places we're trying to give our money to like you should have started earlier it's like
0: yeah. How would you? Yeah. Come on, man. Like yeah. we're concentrating on our baby being born healthy yeah. and. Yeah. Wow.
1: You know, I pulled up a few articles. Again, I will be posting articles for uh, links to all these articles on the uh, on the site. So I found one an article on Time: the terrible, horrible, no good, very bad childcare problem. Yeah. This article came out before the uh, Trump Clinton election, so yeah. it was kind of you know skewed that way but it had a lot of good information on it. Yeah. I was talking about this couple that had two kids and they ended up having to sell their house and live with their parents because they couldn't afford the child care. Makes
0: yeah, I could totally see it. Like the cost.
1: Yep, they were spending 1100 bucks. They were spending 1100 bucks out of pocket for child care while they work and apparently that was just $28 less than they spent on their mortgage. Oh wow. Despite their, early, their dual incomes, child care was 17% of their $72,000 take-home income. Yeah. Which is more than twice as much of a year of tuition and fees at Florida State University. Yeah. And one of their kids ha- was autistic, so they had to hire a, a specialist that was 25 bucks an hour on top of all that. Wow. Uh, and then they give these stats. I'll try and not make it too boring. Nearly two-thirds of mothers with children under age six work, and families with a working mother spend tr- nearly twice as much on childcare as they did 30 years ago.
0: Yeah, and that's why they say like, oh, well, unemployment's down. It's because we're getting two jobs. Exactly. <laughs> and seriously. Yeah. Because like, it has
1: to be. Mm-hmm. In 33 states and Washington, D.C., it costs more to put an infant in daycare than it does to put in-state college tuition and fees at a four-year public school.
0: Ridiculous.
1: Yeah. It isn't much cheaper for a four-year-old. In every state, a month of childcare for two kids costs more than median rent. And I'm not saying it should be cheap because yeah. the people that do child care deserve to get paid too. Yeah. I mean, that's the funny thing. It's like, oh, my children are the most valuable thing in the world. Yeah. But I'm not willing to spend money on...
0: Yeah. And then it makes it... One of the ones I was reading was like, it makes it hard because it's not not a very profitable thing to do not and, at all and if you're trying to do it on your own like people doing in-home ones you got to worry about being sued or your so, liability is the liability like yeah so it's like that's the hard thing is the how to solve it and know? little
1: kids are constantly trying to kill themselves
0: yeah and,
1: yeah <laughs> I mean, seriously yeah <laughs> it's like what the fuck were you thinking here yeah yeah. Um, let's see. It says, goes on to say, the U.S. remains the only nation in the 35-member Organization for Economic Cooperation and Development that does not guarantee paid maternity leave, forcing many parents to forego income. According to one study by the Liberal Center for American Progress, parents give up $28.9 billion a year in wages to care for their children because of lack of affordable child care and paid family and medical leave. Yeah. So not only is it screwing up people i think it's screwing up the economy because think about how much more productive we could be if we didn't have to worry about the kids
0: yeah yeah and you end up that that'll even hit you when like now that a single parent and Mm -hmm. it's not like when i was a kid when i was a kid my grandma was four houses down my aunt was around the corner so it made it that much easier like you know if we don't have that anymore to have somebody right away so if Olivia has to come home sick, mm-hmm. like I got to take some time off to like yep. grab her real quick or, you know, I got to work that out. And that, that's a lot harder than trying to figure out, like I could totally see. We were lucky when Olivia was born, the first five years when we were still married, uh, her mom stayed home mm-hmm. with her and I was working from home for like two and a half years of it. Yeah. So we didn't have to have that worry. You know, after that, like now trying to find it, it's like you have to figure out, I just barely, like maybe in the last a year ago or something, started having a sitter mm-hmm. sometimes. And even with that, I used one that she's like like a high school student that my mm-hmm. friends had used. Mm-hmm. And I let Olivia go be watched with her with their kids a couple times. Mm-hmm. So she got used to her. And So it's it, not a cold start. And, and it's super, you know, it's worrisome, you know. Yeah. Even though she's older, I can't even imagine when you got to do it when there's still a baby. Mm-hmm that's frightening to try to figure out can i even get in can i afford it and is this even safe <laughs> you know yeah. like like how is this place cuz yeah there's not a lot of choices for uh
1: yeah cuz i mean there are times where you know we want to get two incomes again but then you look and it's like well if i take this job every penny she earns is yes. going to go towards childcare so it's like what's the point yeah it's you know? not worth it yeah so and that's just really kind of sad you know yeah. and i i know there are other countries where they actually you know, have childcare like built in either to the job or they have government run stuff, which is yeah. kind of creepy, you know, especially for people that are, you know, big, small government folks. But yeah, cause we, everyone gives a lip service to our kids are our most important asset, but they yeah. refuse to put anything towards it. That's
0: why I think that stuff runs. That, that's the whole thing where it comes down to, uh yeah, you want your kids to have the best, but no one wants to put money into yeah. education. No one wants to put money
1: into, you know, any of the government type exactly. stuff. Exactly. It would be nice to stuff. subsidize yeah. you know, these childcare places, even the private ones. Mm-hmm. Then what you're going to get is people that I don't really want someone that can only make minimum wage watching my kid. Yes. And that's fucked up to say, you know, and obviously some of them are wonderful. Yeah. Some of them are just people that, well, I guess I'll do this yeah you know, and if you make it worthwhile, you know people want to be doctors, not because they want to be doctors, but because they know it's a financially secure thing, yeah, um or they have big egos or whatever but you know, but if you made teaching and childcare, or something like that,
0: yeah,
1: oh, I'm on my soapbox again, but you would get quality candidates for that, not to say that there's not, but you would get more yeah. But anyway, they're saying if the costs are a drain for middle class, it's impossible for poor people. For sure. So yeah. People say, Well, why don't you go work? Well, because if I work at Taco Bell, yeah, I'm gonna put every penny I make towards childcare. So I could just stay home, collect unemployment or welfare yeah. and take care of my kid. Yeah. And actually, be involved with raising them instead of just yeah, you know. So, which
0: is also an argument that always bugs me, where people get mad, where they're like, "Well, then you shouldn't have had kids." It's like, well,
1: sometimes things change.
0: Forget you, yeah. Like, it's not always, it, and it's supposed to be. Even if it is a surprise, it's a it's an amazing thing, and you, yeah. It just makes me mad because it's like, well, well, lucky for you, you you didn't, you know, if you didn't make that choice or you've picked. It's not like you're sitting there like coldly figuring out like, okay, I can afford this one child. So now we can have one child. It's not the game of life, you know, (laughs) like, oh, now I have gotten a job and I can put the peg into the freaking car, you know, like,
1: yeah, it's like I had a great job and then we had two kids and everything was great. And then the economy went wacky. I lost that job. Now i got to, so stuff like that happens all the time. So, I don't know. I mean, we were lucky. We found a really good babysitter that we trust. She used to cut my kid's hair. And we've purposely kept you from her because she's in her 20s. <laughs>
0: <laughs> See, this makes me sound terrible. And yet. No. <laughs> yeah. And she looks
1: just like the girl from uh, Mary Poppins Returns.
0: Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, so, my yeah, God. We're definitely
1: keeping you away from her because she does a good job. And I don't want you screwing that up. Does uh, she Does she dress as Mary Poppins when she no. watches? <laughs> This is why you're nowhere. You're not allowed to be in the same city when she's there.
0: <laughs> only because Mary Poppins is like the very best childcare. That's the only reason. Uh-huh. I would ask. Yeah. And the umbrella, dressed as the the Mary Poppins when they go on their little carousel, uh-huh. right?
1: Yeah. <laughs> All right. So NPR has. I a never thing, thought of that. I should
0: be hiring childcare that's <laughs> like it's fun for Oli. But they're themed like, I'm going to have Ariel come in. No. Watch her.
1: <laughs> that's just so wrong on so many levels. <gasps>
0: Pocahontas. No. Now you've got my... I'm thinking, oh my God, I could have okay. <laughs> Princess Jasmine. I'm just Jasmine. thinking about
1: Life According to Garp, <laughs> what happened when you started messing with the sitter.
0: Oh, that movie. <laughs> oh. so <laughs> That movie was so disturbing. Yes. And I, I remember... It did make me like that one Beatles song that "When I'm 60 because they did it at the beginning of the movie. Oh yeah, yeah. That's but oh my song. god, that was a that was a disturbing movie
1: for me to go see at that age. Like uh, yeah. that was <laughs> I saw it. Did you see it in the theater? No, I didn't. I did. I saw it later, <laughs> Yeah, I think I remember you telling me about it. Going, yeah. He bit his wiener off. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or She bit his wiener off. Yeah. But oh my yeah. god, man. I,
0: I yeah, so we better look up the, when that came out that's another one that goes along with how different it was when we were kids yeah. <laughs> you go dad's
1: see. out there <laughs> stop entertaining any fantasies you have about diddling your babysitter it's yeah. fucking gross
0: no because then you can't uh, find another one exactly <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: that's the reason why for sure uh, or
0: if the yeah well in that one I think that movie wasn't they were underage too I think in that movie
1: I can't remember yeah it was like I really I just remember John Lithgow was a big chick yeah Um, yeah
0: he will dress as a woman anyway
1: so npr had an article child scarcity has very real consequences for working families this family again they had a thing where they were reaching out it went from having these high standards of the place to watch your kid yeah to you know they had all these questions of well do you do this do you what's your philosophy on this to do you have a spot? Yeah. At our first few interviews, we were asking a lot of questions. We were trying to get a feel for the place. And by place 10 or 11, our only question was, do you have a spot? The answer to that question time and time again was no. And it meant getting a lot of wait lists and paying a hefty, non-refundable wait list fee each time.
0: Yeah, that's ridiculous. This the is fucked up. Because they, they know. Come on. You um, know that's just, they're gonna you're, the money's going to stay. Yeah.
1: Let's see. There were a lot of places that were totally willing to take our 100 or $200 wait list fee. Wow. We spent over $1,000 in waitlist fees, many of which I never heard from again. Yeah. Um, so, th- and this, they were doing all this before the baby was born.
0: Wow. So they actually mm-hmm. started and they went, like it they right. said. Well, doing it right is it's just a sad situation. Yeah. yeah.
1: Center for American Progress did some st- an analysis of 7,000 zip codes and described half of these zip codes as childcare deserts, meaning there's just nothing there. Yeah. This guy lived in Fremont, California. Kid was born in 2014. He made some 70 plus calls. Some were not accepting infants or they were full. Yeah, They went to six dozen centers, only three able to offer her a slot. Of those, two were messy and disorganized. The third option, an in-home facility, set off some red flags, but it was the best available. So they kind of, their main reservation was that the center catered mainly to toddlers and older kids but the owner assured her they could handle a baby, and this is fucked up. What ultimately happened on the first day of this facility is every parent's worst nightmare. I was on the way to go pick him up, recalls Walia Kaiser ER called me. You have to come over. They told her, your son is here. They settled her kid for a nap, and the paid caregiver put the baby belly down in the <sighs> bassinet, and they confirmed that the child died of SIDS at three months old.
0: Ridiculous.
1: Um, I know, felt and- that's like...
0: The yeah. worst nightmare
1: ever. Yeah. So, and it boils down to child care is a low profit field, yeah. and you're not going to get high quality people, and they can't raise their prices because
0: especially the the people that are doing it from their home. I remember when when I was a kid, we did go to to one that she was great. Her name was Rose. I remember still. Mm-hmm. Um, but it also was that we had a friend that. My, my like best friend at that point when i was that little he he was there too so that kind of helped too is like both of like my mom and his mom knew that we both were there i guess it makes it feel a little safer but we weren't there as babies though so yeah. that's the that's the hardest part yeah, is it's forcing is people yeah
1: we lucked out because we found someone on craigslist and she was available, and she didn't want to, but we talked her into it, and Uh, she was wonderful. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, we lucked out because we were going, and one of the places that they mentioned, I won't mention it by name, but it had something about Bright Something, and we called it Dim because it was fucking scary. Wow. There was no, and we're like, yeah, we're not leaving a mirror. And But it was one of the places that had availability. Yeah. And it's just kind of sad that you don't have... Because, you know, we all start, you know, with the baby plans and stuff like, yeah, he's going to do this and this and yeah he's going to eat what I eat and all that bullshit that goes out the window. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I had like, I was so paranoid of the Sid stuff that we yeah. had um, put her in, like the special zip up thing that was kind of like a, on the bottom, didn't have the legs. Yeah. But then I also had bought this mattress that even if she did end up When she was sleeping, she could breathe through the mattress because I was like paranoid, so paranoid over it. Just the worst for that to happen. Like just can't even like it said in there. Say I would have felt the same way. She said it couldn't even wrap their mind around it. You
1: know, there's no fuck. I mean, yeah, yeah. I don't know. And then what do you, yeah. I don't think I could recover from it. No. No. I've already mentioned that something happens to my kid. I'm taking myself out. Yeah, yeah. It's Mm kind of, anyway. Then we go on to this Forbes article that actually offers a couple of solutions that probably will never happen. Yeah. But yeah, it forces, you know, not only is it a burden on people that have to pay for this stuff, even the people that work there have to... rely on government services so yeah it's like all right so everyone in this whole situation and yeah. everyone this whole nation runs on kids at some point you yes know? so yeah. it's like take care of your shit yeah let's see they took about 45 percent of parents report being absent from work due to childcare breakdowns so you're screwing up the economy there you know if you had a consistent place where you'd have to think twice where your kids getting quality care yeah you know we all don't have and nor, nor should we you know it's like because i know a lot of people that's like oh just drop them off at grandma and grandpa's like, well grandma and grandpa raised you you know if they want yeah. to that's wonderful yeah but they deserve a shot to yeah you know enjoy their retirement if they are in that position yeah. Um,
0: and it's not as easy. Like, like I said, my grandparents were four houses down. Yeah. My parents are an hour away and they're dealing with health stuff. They want to do it, but yeah. it's not that easy. It's exactly. like, they're like, yeah, drop it at your parents. Well, yeah. Okay. That's an hour. Yeah. She's well, not going to make it to school if I try to do that back and forth. Like,
1: And when I was in the Bay Area, yeah. our closest relative was my mom who had dementia. Yeah. So I can't drop them off there. So yeah. it's just kind of, I, when we moved up here, we knew we'd be close to family. We never thought oh, we'll just be able to drop our kid off whenever we want. That's yeah. not, that was never the plan.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, there's just no consistency. Because, yeah, I mean, I remember the last place I worked, they only gave us three days off a year for sick days. Wow. And I'm like, okay, I can deal with that for just for me, but yeah. kids get sick all the time. And luckily my wife worked, you know, stayed at home. Yeah. Because we could at that time. And so that helped me avoid it. But I had coworkers that had kids that yeah they would take turn okay who's calling in sick for this one yeah you know i think it's one woman i worked with that you know her her kids just were constantly getting ear infections or you know shit like that yeah like kids do yeah and it was, and
0: that is something i remember when i was younger working like when you're just starting out and that would happen you know you're like 22 or 23 starting working and you're like oh yeah sure and now it's like oh my god yeah like once you realize it you're like yeah they can get bang sick 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 like all the time and the, they bring it to you.
1: That goes, What the fuck are you doing to your kid? <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, Oli would get ear infections. Yeah. And then they'd start to bug us because yeah. they wanted to. At the time, she was getting ear infections pretty consistently. And they were telling us, You have to put the tubes in. But I knew people who didn't. Had done that and now had a really thin eardrums and, oh, okay. and they would burst all the time in as an adult. Yeah. So we actually went the route of which is hard to do, but it really cut it out. Yeah. Like she'll get like one a year instead of like three or four. Nice. But it's like you have these air dry drops. You kind of got to yeah, put yeah. them in even after she showers. Uh-huh. Definitely the pools. And then there's other stuff that's like mucillin or something. There's mm-hmm. some sort of like garlic thing that you can use that's okay. a natural one. We were, we just did it that way. And luckily that worked because that was my fears. They're like, yeah. oh, yeah, it's simple. You can do it, but then you can't submerge in water. Just because something
1: simple doesn't mean it's the right way to go. And it's not.
0: It's yeah. a freaking surgery. My to go kid was on it. a
1: feeding tube in his nose. <clears throat> yeah. And I cannot remember the name of that when he was an infant. And when he got about six months, he kept starting to yank it out, and I'd have to keep putting it back in, Yeah, which is just horrific. I mean, yeah. for like the first year after that, like any time he reached towards his face, he'd panic. Dang it, yeah. But he just wouldn't eat. And they were like, oh, we'll just give him a G-tube, which meant they would give him a second belly button and implant a tube that goes straight to his stomach so we could feed him. They were so nonchalant about it. Yeah, not cool, yeah. It's like, no, how about we keep working on trying to get him to eat? So we would, like, you know, feed him literally with, like, a dropper of milk and just kind of try and go with it. So we—thankfully, he was—he's a shitty eater now because of that. Yeah. But at least we never had to give him a tube. Yeah. Which— you know, apparently it doesn't happen because they were surprised.
0: Yeah, yeah. And it's like, yeah, they make it like it's like, oh, it's, it's done all the time. Yeah. Da, da. Just because it's done all the time
1: doesn't yeah. mean.
0: Yeah. That sounds awful, man. Yeah. So I don't want to do that to my kid. No. Yeah, So, yeah. yeah, you unless it's like the last option. Yeah. But they're very quick to say like, oh, let's just do Because that's how it was. And and they make you feel like you're, at least with ours, It makes they make you feel like you're a bad parent. Like, mm-hmm. if you let this keep happening you know she she could go deaf when she's older but then they don't tell you like the guy you know friend that had told me about the The eardrums the thin eardrum yeah it's like they don't talk about that like it's fine and then they're perfect later it's like no your eardrums could burst all the freaking time you know like that
1: sounds more painful than
0: no one says that because they're like they don't follow up <laughs> when you're 30 or 40 <laughs>
1: yeah no shit they're like oh. the kid's
0: fine once we take yeah, them out
1: pediatrics is no longer involved so yeah. it's like yeah i don't know yeah yeah because if they had to see these fuckers when they're 50 yeah they'd be like oh yeah maybe i shouldn't have done that <laughs> yeah well, anyway this forbes article gives three solutions Yeah. the first one is employer-led solutions which is mainly it's in an employer's interest yeah. to keep the parents not having to worry about that and yeah Having an employer subsidize, you know, not necessarily run their own child care thing. Although places like Google probably could and probably do. They probably do, yeah. yeah. But you know, like a little office and be like, "Look, here's five hundred bucks a month for childcare, so yeah. you can find a good place." Yeah, it would just bring more money into the system, and it would keep, you know, hey, you're probably giving that money out in sick time anyway. Yeah. So put it towards something else. But in, of companies that offer childcare services or assistance, given that employers spend Hundreds to several thousands of dollars acquiring each new worker based on industry. Any material increase in retention or acquisition? Com- okay, I should have just cut that out. Companies that offer childcare services or assistance, uh, 54% report a positive inca- impact on absenteeism, reducing days missed by up to 30%. Wow. Uh, perhaps even more importantly, many companies report decreased churn, uh, reducing, reducing turnover by as much as 60%. Wow. A systemized incentive structure can both acquire and retain more effectively. So it's in the company's interest. Yeah. Another option is for employers to create home care pools across employees. Oh. So, but that would, you'd have to have a bigger company. Yeah. And I don't know if I'd really, you know, like no offense to my coworker, but if her kid's getting sick all the time, I don't want to, <laughs> want to leave my kid there. <laughs> <laughs> the employer could create a rotating pool of pre-vetted and certified babysitters and caregivers to make the scheduling easy and available as a perk across the home care pool. So, and then the third solution would include assistance by local communities and government. I mean, that's yeah. really, yeah. if the government wants something to happen, it can. Yeah. And it's really, you know, okay, so do we spend billions of dollars on another fighter? Yeah. Or can we drop a few million and subsidize these, you know, care facilities so that there's more incentive to make more of them so that there aren't waiting lists? Yeah.
0: A couple of the dads that live in my complex were saying that half the reason they're at, like, the gym that they're Mm -hmm. at is because it has two hours of childcare when they go. So it's like, they're like, it's kind of. Also, our time to do that, so we use the gym as our time to, you know, one of them's married, so that's his time with his wife, and the other one's mm-hmm. just that, so he has his own time. That's to, awesome. To go do his workout, you know? Yeah.
1: I mean, right there, you see it. It's effective. Yeah. And it works, you know? Yeah. So, So, they won over over another gym that doesn't yeah. offer that. So, yeah. um, ah, crap. So, yeah. anyway, sorry, we're getting off our soapboxes, but, you know, childcare, it's a pain in the ass that we all have to deal with. Mm. Um, you know, finding sitters, it's tough. uh to do yeah not even just on a daily basis just on a hey I want to go out yeah you yeah because yeah I notice if my wife and I don't go out for a long time she gets a little antsy <laughs> and crabby so <laughs> yeah I was lucky to get a sitter so speaking of going out yeah. uh, do you have anything for uh, dating my dad?
0: Well right now I don't have a car. (laughs) Okay. So without a car it does make it like I I, it's like I've pulled myself out of that game a little because it's like what are you gonna say? Like well no car, no game. Yeah. You gonna come you wanna come to my house? Oh sure. You know, like okay, Netflix and chill. Like and then or if you're like you wanna go somewhere close by like why is it gotta be so close to you like so I can walk there they're like oh my god like yeah I've really hit the jackpot
1: that's when you know she really likes you
0: yeah like all right or she's really desperate yeah or even if you're like yeah can you pick me up oh my god what are you a teenager are
1: you comfortable on handlebars
0: yeah let's go for a bike ride I'll meet you there on my bike (laughs) After a while they're like, Why are you always walking? Oh, I'm her? just so healthy. <laughs> mm-hmm. I guess I could change I should change the profile to say like I am against owning
1: a car <laughs>
0: and so I get yeah, like,
1: that will yeah, but then you're guaranteed <laughs> white girls that don't shave. Oh and, is and that true? Vegans, I'm oh. guessing. Oh. <laughs> That's, I don't know.
0: I also don't believe in cars. Yeah. I also don't believe in yeah. hygiene. Yeah,
1: no, no. yeah. <laughs> it's yeah, deodorant natural. is not
0: natural. Everything natural. Yeah, yeah that's true.
1: So how does that work that? with you getting your kid?
0: Well, luckily, at least for now, that's like a blessing. How that worked out is that he's right by me, so I did make sure just for myself, so I could go help at the school if I wanted to or anything. Mm-hmm. I'm, I can walk there in like ten minutes, so just works out that way it's just that bringing her back because right now it's starting to get hot again yeah so it's like 10 minutes for me to walk there 30 minutes to walk (laughs) back because like yesterday it's like okay the day before i didn't know it was gonna be hot so she had a reason to complain this time i brought her water she had an umbrella to get the sun off of her she's walking along and yeah just keep stopping like ah and i said you know what tomorrow i'm gonna bring the wagon. Mm -hmm. Which is, she's like, what? I go, I'm gonna bring the wagon. Don't worry, and I'll dress it up. I'll make it nice. I'll make it. I'll draw a thing. I'll make it look like Cinderella's carriage, and I'll put Olivia's carriage on it. And she's like, no, no, Daddy. I'm like, no, it'll be all right. You can just sit in. She's like, I'm not a baby. I'm like, well then, walk. Oh, wow. walk or the wagon is coming in. Wow! Yeah. she's like no no I'm like you could be in it it's fine it's not like it's the wagon you got us when she was real little oh, yeah, it's yeah. those ones you take around yeah. like the metal ones I'm like it can, it can hold you <laughs> I'll drag you I'll be waiting right outside your door dads love to embarrass their kids <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I want to do it to her, but I know I'll just be pulling that wagon back for no reason because she yeah. will. She'll just run. Well, she ain't gonna get in it.
1: <laughs> yesterday, I went to. I was a chaperone on my kids' field trip to the zoo. <laughs> yeah. And fairy tale town. I brought a wagon because I knew we'd have to carry a bunch of stuff, like mm-hmm. kids' lunches and stuff. And I'm yeah. Like, I'm not carrying that crap. <laughs> and so my kid and his buddy just automatically just jumped in the wagon, and I'm like fuck out of there. What are you doing? but being of, so lazy. Get
0: out of the way.
1: Now, granted, my kid just got diagnosed with pneumonia on Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> so perhaps... That's such a dad thing. Yeah, he's but, caught pneumonia, but get out of it! <laughs> but he... So watching him bounce around and that, it's like, yeah, he's fine. I mean, you know, he still has a few more days of antibiotics, and the doctor said he was fine
0: yeah. to go.
1: So it's not like I took him on the trip against... <laughs> I just like
0: that. Granted, he's got pneumonia.
1: (laughs) But even if he didn't have pneumonia, he'd still be doing the same thing. It's like, come on, let's go. Let's go. No, carry me. It's like, oh, God damn it. Yeah. I'm glad I brought the wagon, but I don't know. And I'm sure we were the same way, but I don't think we would have complained to our parents because we just would have either got hit or left behind.
0: We didn't have a wagon. Yeah. (laughs) No, we didn't have a wagon.
1: No. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, the only time I went places with my parents was either to church or Portuguese festivals or it wasn't like fun stuff like the zoo or anything yeah yeah it wasn't much of a walk from my dad's drinking buddy's house to the car yeah yeah i don't know but speaking of the zoo apparently some guy in the news uh apparently while we were there and i missed it you know those uh the big plywood cutouts with the you know pictures of animals on the the
0: photo ops yeah yeah
1: and you put your head through it yeah apparently a grown man got his head stuck (laughs) And I'll post a link he to that. He shoved his head
0: through. He shoved his head through and, and couldn't get it out. Back.
1: And there's all these pictures of like 20 people trying to get him out. So <laughs> I'm so sorry I missed that. I wish I could have seen that.
0: Oh, my God. Well, <laughs> he was determined to get his head through it. If he shoved. He must have had to shove his face through it. I don't know. To I,
1: get it stuck. Like I'm guessing what happened. Because if you can get in, you can usually get out. And yeah. maybe he got it. He had to fight a little bit to get it through, and then freaked out. Because when you freak <laughs> out, it's done. You're never yeah, getting out of anything. He can
0: never find the ang- yeah no. the angle. But I, I wonder don't... if they had to cut him out, or if they had not. to Crisco his head. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think it was the one by the flamingos. Just grab some flamingo shit, smear it on his head, and see if that works. At huh.
0: Fairytale Town, did they still have the creepy?
1: Um, they didn't have Humpty the rabbit. Or the their
0: their mascot. Scares. I didn't see
1: any mascots running around. Now
0: that guy, the mascot, is a big Humpty Dumpty costume. That's super creepy. Yeah, that one freaks. Oh, even to this day, Oli was is like, I don't want to ever go there because one time he came out and she was at the top. There's like that red barn, uh-huh. and you take the little slide, yeah. and all the kids are waiting behind you. They brought him out and put him right at the bottom oh, of the slide, dude. and she would not come down. That's because awesome. he was
1: Well, for those of you not familiar with Sacramento, Fairytale Town has been around since probably the 50s. Yeah. The original stuff is still up. So this is before all the child safety stuff. So it's in a wonderful place. (laughs) But it's like there's time, you know, like the full metal slide that's just baking in the sun. So hot.
0: Yeah.
1: (laughs) I'm watching these kids go down. Oh! And they get right back in line. Oh! Ow! But you know, the angles on some of these slides are just the it's like you don't see that on nope. stuff today. But it's great because the kids actually look scared and but it's fun, yeah, you know. And some of it's just cheesy stuff that's made been so old,
0: yeah. But that costume could be an original costume because it probably it was. looks so Same with
1: the rabbit you were talking about, yeah.
0: They look like the things you would see in old photos where you'd be like, <laughs> why did they make that? You yeah, know? <laughs> the early.
1: Uh, yeah, looking at, like, rabbit pictures from, like, the 20s, <laughs> yeah. the black and white. I think the black and white makes it extra creepy. Yeah. But, yeah, it's all paper mache and just really, ugh.
0: <laughs> Oh, I wonder if I could hire that Humpty Dumpty to come to Oli's birthday. No. <laughs> it should be nine and screaming. It's it's like the way that some of the kids, I remember my nephew, when he was, like, five, they had his party at um, Chuck E. Cheese. Mm-hmm. And that costume. The rat. They they just look like a big rat. And it was awesome because he likes the little he liked the little robot ones or whatever, mm-hmm. the animatronics, but when that thing came in, he booked.
1: <laughs> yeah, the rat's a little creepy. Yeah.
0: Yeah, big old and they even put that like pink tail on. Him. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah.
1: I, I know he's probably supposed to be a mouse, not a rat. No,
0: he look he's a rat. Yeah. His whole design is full on just rat.
1: <laughs> well, that brings us to bad dads. Yay. So, um.
0: Hey. <laughs> hey, why? <are> you?
1: <laughs> so this article came out yesterday. A California couple arrested after locking toddlers in cages, police say. I'm posting the link to this. You have to look at these pictures because what they did is they took like two cribs, like wooden cribs, like old school ones. Yeah. And like pretty much nailed them to each other top and bottom and like kind of nailed them to the wall so they are like cages
0: it flat out looks like when you go and adopt a, a pet from petco or something yeah, but yeah. i mean
1: but it's like totally rigged with like spare wood you know like oh scrap God. wood and like yeah. hooks and stuff from like you would use in a backdoor gate yeah the parents were i believe in their early 20s For two toddlers. The kids actually seemed healthy. They were given to CPS. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I think this was one of those, you gotta see these pictures. While serving the search warrant, deputies located three guns, ammunition. Jesus. Evidence of a butane honey oil lab, meth, and two small boys in separate modified cribs stacked on top of each other and secured to the wall like dog crates.
0: Jesus.
1: Yeah, the parents were both 25. They got busted on weapons and child endangerment and drug possession and manufacturing a controlled substance. Jesus. So, quality folks. Yeah. At least the kids seem to be healthy, not psychologically, yeah. but...
0: But the idea is sound. You could make little tiny homes. <laughs> well, fuck me. Well,
1: I found this article because Jay Wuck posted it, and... He put the picture up. And he's. Like, I call top bunk.
0: Top bunk. <laughs> but,
1: <laughs> fucking guy.
0: Uh, no, it's that thing's gone awful. Well,
1: It surprised <laughs> me of the Jim Jeffries show. He has you know in response to the ice with they have the kids locked up in cages. Yeah. He has like this like six or seven year old kid in a like in a big dog kennel cage with like a little hamster <laughs> water thing sticking out. Uh, <clears throat> I think that brings us to. The comic of the week. Uh, This week, we're going with a national guy named Chad Daniels. I don't think I've brought him up before. Uh, The dude is hilarious. He just came out with an album called called Dad Chaniels. I don't know. He's one of the guys that got me. This is how, this is what funny is. Because he just totally, he had a bit about, you know, his kid wanted to borrow a a sip of soda. Borrow. Yeah. yeah. Wanted a sip of his soda. So he's yeah, here. And he gave him the can and he wiped it. So he's like, what the fuck are you doing? like germs It's like you don't get to bitch about my bodily fluids if you used to be one of them <laughs> <laughs> so that's kind of what you're getting with this guy he's just hilarious um he talks a lot. He's become more and more dad-focused in his comedy and I just I've seen him live a couple of times and cool. both time I've never been disappointed by Chad Daniels. Great. So, do yourself a favor, check this guy out. His new album, Dad Chaniels, has just come out. I don't get anything for this. <laughs> this is just <laughs> yeah. I genuinely think comedy like this makes the world a better place. And then we have a big special announcement. Stand-up Dads has been accepted for the Sacramento Podcast Festival. Awesome. It runs the weekend of June 1st. We have a spot on Saturday, June 1st at 4 o'clock. It's going to be at Stab Comedy Theater in Sacramento. If you're around, come down. Um, you can see all the other great podcasts that Sacramento has to offer, and you'll get to watch us have a live taping. Super uh, cool. Super Jay, cool. Jay Wuck uh, has agreed to be our guest on that show. That's awesome. Yeah, you know, Come meet us. We'll have stuff to give away. Uh, we're really looking forward to it. We'll have more information. I'll post stuff on that. Uh, i the link. Come boo us. Post yeah, stuff. whatever. <laughs> uh, and al- as always, you know, email us, thestandupdads at com. you know, just for feedback. If you're, again, if you're from another country, I definitely want to hear, you know, what your story is. Yeah. Even if you're from here, I want to hear what your story is. I had a guy reach out to me on Facebook. You know, we were talking about, you know, discipline ki- disciplining our kids and just kind of went back and forth. And the guy, you know, had a rough go of things when he was growing up. You yeah. Know, like, Dad walked out and yeah, his wife's dad was no, you know, so he, he had no good, his family had no positive male role models. He was like, how the fuck do I yeah. do it? I'm like, dude, the fact that you're, that you give a shit enough to reach yeah. out about that puts you ahead of the game. And yeah. I don't know what he did with that, but that stuff makes me thrilled to know that people are listening.
0: Yeah, they and you're helping because it is like that parenting conference thing I went to was the same thing. It's like there's no rule book, and that's why there you're you're coming here and you're trying to yeah. get some ideas, things that worked or didn't work. I think that's a that's a major thing that he reached out, you
1: know. And yeah. So yeah, we want to hear from you. And we want to respond and give us ideas. And again, if you have embarrassing stuff you want to find out about Mike, let us know. Because I'm pretty sure he's going to stop listening soon. He's going to feel comfortable.
0: Oh, I listen all the time.
1: Uh-huh. So yeah. anyway, but yeah. So reach out to us, thestandupdads at gmail.com and subscribe to us. Pop up in your feed every Sunday. Drop the episodes. I was late on the last one because I was at the ER with my kid getting yeah. diagnosed for pneumonia.
0: Yeah. And the same thing. You're like trying to post it. You're like, hold on. <laughs> Granted, he's got pneumonia. Yeah. Well, it was funny because
1: I'm like... Oh, yeah,
0: can you stop coughing? I can't concentrate. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, because my kid is one of the... We've all had pets that have been sick. Yeah. And I'm not calling my kid an animal. <laughs> but it's like, they're fine, they're fine, they're fine, and suddenly they're not.
0: Yeah. And that's yeah. how he was because
1: yeah. we went out to the in-laws for Easter and he was bouncing around all over the place just like he was the whole weekend. Yeah. And then he wanted to take a nap. My kid has not voluntarily taken a nap since he was like, a year and a half yeah that's so not good it's like oh shit so he was conked out we're like oh we'll just let him rest and we got home and he wanted to take another nap like okay we have to get him checked out so yeah that's definitely kinda... subscribe you'll get your episodes on sundays as we drop them mike
0: so i do art and animation you can see my work at pencilforhire.com. that's f-o-r in the middle and uh i'm on instagram under that same name
1: yeah and mike does wonderful work uh check out his did you give your Oh yeah, you did give your website. Yeah, I just found an old flipbook of his just (laughs) sitting around, and it's got one of the three little pigs just flashing the wolf, and he's like, (laughs) ah, just hilarious stuff like that. (laughs) Um, That's
0: actually on my site. That's from the. That's a clip from that Sick and Twisted festival I was in,
1: like in. Are they still doing Sick and Twisted? I don't know. I know Spike died. Yeah. Was it Mike? I don't know.
0: I think it was Spike. I think Mike is alive. But I don't know.
1: Yeah.
0: I don't know if they still do. I remember yeah. I was really happy to be in it when I got in it. It was cool. And then to go watch it with everybody. Yeah. That full festival. <laughs> That's a great yeah, There was a lot of stuff in it. Where it's funny. Oh, and then I think at that time, because it was like the first cartoon I had done that was being shown somewhere, mm-hmm. I think I put in the dedication something like, uh, I think I dedicated it like to my mom or something. And somebody in the car was like, he dedicated that to his mom.
1: (laughs) You don't know his mom.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's so funny, man. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, crap.
1: So is that one on your website?
0: Yeah. I think it's at the bottom, and I put like adults only. What's it it called? The Three Pigs. Okay. Yeah.
1: So go to his site. Check that out. And then uh, my side project, gag on this podcast. uh, uh, Last night, we interviewed uh, Morty Stein. Morty the Mortician. He's a real mortician that does comedy. And mainly he's been focused on um, producing shows. And, you know, he's producing up at Lake Wildwood and Punchline in Sacramento. Tommy Tease. I know he's doing, uh, he had a brilliant idea called the Early Bird Special for old folks. Um, wow. The show starts at five. You're done by seven.
0: Wow. <laughs> On a Sunday.
1: I'm like, oh, dude, that's great. It's like, yeah, it's kind of geared for guys, you know, 50 and older. I'm like, dude, I'm 46. I'm down.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Or just anyone that's got, yeah. Because,
1: yeah, except I, I Kids mean. Kids,
0: anything. You've got, yeah, that's great. Yeah.
1: So he's been putting, you know, giving a lot of up and comers a shot, and which is great. I mean, he's great for local comedy. So thank you, Morty. But yeah, listen to that podcast. Uh, that's run by Big Nick. Uh, gag on this. Uh, you can find it anywhere you get podcasts, just like ours. Awesome. And I
0: think that will wrap it up. Thank you for listening. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds awful. Thank you Bye. for coming. <laughs>